Welcome to In Bed With Queer, a podcast on the front lines of sex and intimacy. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of In Bed With Queer. Now, if you're a previous follower of this podcast, you might be curious, what do you mean by this week? I thought this hasn't been happening for a while. And um, it's actually a year to, yeah, I think to yesterday to when I recorded my last episode of this podcast. So yeah, a whole year has gone by. And um, I'll be honest, there is just a period of time when I just wasn't feeling as inspired or as turned on to do this. And then a few weeks ago, it just came in and I was like, oh my God, I really want to do the podcast again. And it just so happened that it lined up that I was ready to do it on the week of the last episode last year in one of those funny synchronicities. And one of the things I wanted to say about the podcast going forward is that the structure is going to change. I realized one of the things I wanted to do the last time, but I I didn't, was that I wanted to have episodes where I just freestyled and spoke and spoke with you directly about topics that I really care about and that I really know about and that I thought would be really helpful. And actually, the topic that I'm doing this week is one that is so close to my heart. And it's actually one of the reasons why I got into coaching in the first place was because I wanted to help women who experience UTIs or otherwise known as urinary tract infections or bladder infections. And I just, I have had them on and off for years and I've experienced so much pain at various points in time and hopelessness and kind of deep frustration with them. And that when I've picked up things that have really helped me, I've just been so eager to bring the same things to other women, you know? It's like one of those things when you learn something that eases your pain, you immediately want to get out into the world and go, hey, here's how you do it. <laughs> so yes, I really, I really love this topic and I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, some disclaimers, uh, I think it's already obvious, but I'm not a doctor. I'm in no way medically trained. And um, the advice I'm giving you isn't that of a doctor. And what I want you to do is hear what I hear what I say and um, discard anything that doesn't resonate. Or if you don't feel like it's true for you or you don't to explore it, absolutely don't. I really trust you to listen to your body and gauge what feels resonant and what doesn't. Um, because actually the way I really worked in healing my body has been really taking in so much information because I was in pain for so many years that I just absorbed as much information as possible on this topic. I tried different things and really that attention on um, feeling, oh, I want to try that thing and then seeing what its impact was is really what brought about my improvements. So I would encourage you to do the same. It's like you're the detective for your body, for your health. And it's like you're trying to understand what's behind your experience of this um, of this thing in UTIs. Although I've used this with other stuff I've experienced too. It's having that mindset of, oh, how can I understand it better, the triggers, the things that help it so that I can either 
resolve it, if that's something that can be resolved, and for things that are more long-term, that can help alleviate it somewhat. So with urinary tract infections, just to give you a background, I got them basically as soon as I started to have sex when I was 18. Um, <clears throat> for any of my long-term lovers, it was just, you know, I'd have sex a few times and then pretty quickly after that, I got a urinary tract infection. And anyone who's had one will know the pain of them is excruciating. Like uh, the symptoms include burning, uh, urgency, so like an urgent need to go to the bathroom, frequency, so a regular need to use the bathroom. And it's kind of like a burning battery acid feeling is what I would feel sometimes if I had like an empty bladder or, you know, even when I had a full bladder, the, the sensation of urinating was so painful. And what happened was I had a lot of anxiety uh, pretty understandably around this and um, I would take antibiotics straight away and they would clear it up but uh, lo and behold they would come back and um, pretty persistently for years and then I ended up having the symptoms of it for years and um, so the first thing that I learned in that whole experience uh, later on actually not during that time um, which is uh, find out if you actually have a UTI because there were absolutely times I had a urinary tract infection but then there were times when I didn't but because the symptoms were so similar to a urinary tract infection and I was experiencing so much anxiety I rushed into the doctors and I was like I have a UTI and I convinced them to give me antibiotics even though the uh, dipstick samples came out clear and um, what was actually happening and I've learned since is that I had a tight pelvis and um, a tight pelvis is actually quite common in our society uh, like we're sitting for longer women a lot of women hold tension there and the symptoms are really similar to UTI like there's burning urgency frequency and um, but they just present in like slightly different ways I wasn't that familiar with sensation back then and the location of things in my head I was like oh there's just pain down there I need to wee a lot and I need to go really quickly when I do so I must need uh, antibiotics so if you're not sure you have a UTI I would really recommend checking first getting the doctors to do a sample test for you and also making sure that you don't drink too much water because if you drink too much water before those tests it dilutes it and they're not accurate <clears throat> um and what actually happened and i won't go into this for too long but when i um because i took so many antibiotics when i didn't need to i ended up developing what's known as interstitial cystitis which is um how i experience it a lot of people experience it very differently is uh i had pain in my bladder and that's because of uh, my gut had been compromised from antibiotics so my bladder had a burning feeling and so I didn't realize so that was another thing that actually felt really like a UTI but actually wasn't uh, so you may also be experiencing that so before you jump to the conclusion that you have a urinary tract infection please 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 get tested get your doctor to do sample tests and make sure that that's the case before you move ahead with intervention and I know that can be hard because in the moment it can be very painful 
Um, yeah, so that's the first thing. Make sure you have a UTI. And if you're not sure whether you have the other things, bring them up with your healthcare provider or do some research. I actually ended up doing a lot of research on them online. But maybe if you have a doctor you really trust or that comes well recommended, that's also a really good route to do that. Um, so you have a UTI, what to do? So the protocol I'm going to share with you now or the steps I take are what I do. Now, you know your body because urinary tract infections can be quite serious. So um, if you sense, if you have your own knowing that it's very serious, uh, follow along with what your doctor recommends. Absolutely do that. And um, if, if you sense it's, uh, you have time, what I do and um, these steps that I take have stopped me from having a UTI for a few years now. Even actually, um, I'd had a test and it was confirmed I had a UTI and I took these steps and then I, I didn't need to take antibiotics. So um, feel into your own body around making this decision. But what I do is I either take demonose tablets and um, what Demonose does is when you take the tablets, it grabs onto the bacteria in the bladder and flushes it out so the bacteria doesn't stick onto the walls of your bladder. Now, I find that is good for minor, for really minor experiences of it. And when it's a bit stronger, what I do is I take colloidal silver, which is this liquid that's like a watery liquid. Uh, so it's colloidal silver in water. And I use a dropper and I apply that to my urethra. So I fill my urethra with, with this water. And now I'm not an expert in finding my urethra, even though I've been doing this for years, but I've just gotten, um, I, I've started to, the way I apply it is I empty the dropper under my clit. And um, what I find is doing that, like, two, three times alleviates the sensation of burning and alleviates the UTI. Now, it takes a few minutes for it to um, work. But what I find is when it, especially in times when it's been acute, is like I feel this sensation of relief, like a, uh, a cooling sensation. And then oftentimes the, yeah, the, the symptoms are gone. And yeah, it's really, really helpful. Now, like I said, I'm not a doctor. And so these are not what your doctors recommend. So absolutely feel into your own system before you try these and that you feel safe. Do your own research and dig around. Um, I personally find these to be helpful. Um, other thing I would say is when you have a UTI, there's a lot of communication out there that you need to drink water. Thing is, though, drinking water is amazing, but if you gulp water down, it puts a lot of pressure on the bladder. So like sip water, like regularly sip water, but don't gulp because um, that actually puts a lot of um, pressure. And then I find heat really helpful to alleviate the pain. So like a hot water bottle. Then other people I've read uh, find ice and coldness very helpful. So feel into what works for you. and. Um, yeah, and, and go with that. 
And then, um, so what I would say is if you're like me and you have an ongoing sensitivity to urinary tract infections, so they like happen to you quite regularly. So um, what can happen is, is like that bacteria is uh, still on the walls of your bladder. And, I, and experts aren't 100% sure in this the last time I did research. So again, I'm not a doctor in this spot, but this is what I've understood from what I've read. So absolutely go out there and read more on it yourself. Um, but what I, what I discovered is having more sensitivity or having had a few UTIs all the studies show this, having had a few UTIs, you're far more likely to experience them again. And if you're in that bracket, there's a few things that really help in that spot. So urinary tract infections, for the most part, are caused by when E. coli, so um, like waste, bodily waste, um, that comes from your rectum, from your bowel, um, finds itself into your urethra. And there's a few ways that I've found really can cause that for me. Um, so one of the first things that I changed that actually really helped um, was to, to wipe back to front. Now, I already wiped back to front because I'd heard this for years. But the way I was wiping back to front was actually taking my wiping, my wiping hand and accessing my vulva directly from the front of my body and going back. So I'd reach down kind of over my pubic bone and reach and go from there back towards my rectum. So I was going front to back, but actually um, that was aggravating uh, my, it was just aggravating, it was, it was just bringing in, um, it was causing me kind of like mild UTI symptoms. And when I started instead to reach behind my thigh and go under and wipe from front to back, having reached my hand uh, under my thigh, uh, under my undercarriage of my vulva, and actually going from front to back. From that angle, I had a lot more success and I experienced less symptoms. My take on that is even though when I was doing it in the first way, um, like there was no contamination that the piece of paper I was touching, you know, was going directly from my hand onto my vulva, uh, even though it was going from there, it was still, it was still close to my urethra and wiping close to my urethra when there's E. coli, like say I've just had a bowel movement, it's still, my system being really sensitive, it would still get contaminated. But when I was wiping from lower down, doing it in the second way, that didn't happen. So you may, you may not, you may already do it the second way. This may not be anything new for you, but yeah, try it out. Um, also, I just want to share that this is so funny that I'm talking about bowel movements. Oh, God, I find it. It's such a high sensation thing to talk about because I think there's so much taboo and so much shame around bodily functions. And I've had to do a lot of inner work to be able to share this in such a public platform. And I just had one of those moments. Where I was like, oh, my God, I'm talking about bodily functions. OK, let me resume. So one of the things, yeah, like I said, that was helpful was wiping from back to front, but reaching under to do it. Uh, one of the things that came up with someone else I know was they were using B-days and they aggravated them. And I don't use B-days, but it would make sense to me because there can be like an uncontrolled splashback from them. 
So if you're someone who uses them and you get regular urinary tract infections, maybe try it out and see, see does that help? Um, that, might, that might be something that helps them. So that's one option. Another thing that used to trigger me was when I used to use tampons. I don't anymore. But the tampon string would swing, as they do, um, from my anus to, like, because the string can go from back to front, swung from my anus to my urethra. And even though, like, I would, like, you know, clean wipe after I would use the bathroom or after a bowel movement even if it was totally clean they still uh, E. coli and when I'm in like when my when I'm very sensitive that triggered it so that me also taking that out of the picture also really helped other things that would cause it would be like um anal or anal play with a partner and not being fastidious during the cleanliness so now when that happens I'm really careful to tell my partners uh, how exactly I want it to be touched and if there's any like say sometimes like a partner's penis hits off my uh, anus and then they want to then redirect that into my pussy I'm a hard no and I'll ask them to go and clean their cock and same with their hand if something like that happens they can't double dip essentially. And I'm very hard on that as a boundary, but I didn't used to be. I used to be kind of like, oh, I don't wanna be hardcore. Or I wanna go with the flow. I wanna be chilled out, you know? And so I've just learned to have a really good boundary around that one. Um, yeah, and other things that can that can aggravate it for me is like dirty toilet seats can really aggravate it. Um, you know, really tight yoga pants have been known to do it. Yeah, wearing pajamas a lot, that one actually can do it. Yeah, there's a lot of different things that have caused me to experience your new tract symptoms. So anytime they happen, I just I just make sure to take for me colloidal silver or demonose, and I find that that clears it up pretty much straight away. And um, and yeah, and then I film as right as rain. Um, so yeah, so if you're someone who does experience urinary tract infections and um, you find this helpful, I'd really love to know. And also if you um, have any questions, you can reach out to me on any of my channels, they'll be in the show notes. And yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to hear how you get on with this. And wishing you a lovely day, thanks. Hey, if you're looking for easy tips to guide you on how to have more authentic connection, hotter turned on sets and guidance on how to live a desire-led life, join my email list by downloading the Great Sex Guide on the link in the show notes. And I can't wait to see you there.